And now, for your dueling pleasure, Castle Pegasus is proud to present the creator of Duel Monsters and all its wondrous cards, the undefeated, undisputed ruler of Duelist Kingdom, Maximilian Pegasus. This is the big one. Uh, this is uh, this is the duel we've all been waiting for. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, nope, never mind. Okay, this isn't Dungeon Dice Monsters. Um, this is we're doing the Yugi versus Pegasus duel. Uh, we got we got the Yugi boys here. Uh, I'm here with Joey and Kyle as always. How we doing, guys? I love your bits, Mark. Your 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 episode starting bits are always like. Right on the edge of like cringe. What are you right, talking right, right. about? They are cringe. Yeah. I'm such an unnatural host. <laughs> that's that's why we love it. We just it, have you know? to do cringe. But then I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, but the thing that I like about it the most is that I know that you spent more than two seconds thinking about what to say. I typed it out. And, and you like, yeah, like you, you actually like. I thought about this you, the other you, day and I typed it. Out. Yeah, like you, you plan these in advance and they still come off like that. Well, Which, okay, uh, so like that, that's 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 art. In the moment, this is this is why it really comes out cringe. In the moment, it's like okay, you, I either have to commit a hundred and ten percent to to this to make it sound as least cringy as possible but then i remember that there's other people in this house and that that would be really embarrassing for me to do and for for, for <laughs> anybody it, else you don't want your hear. wife to make fun of you for, for doing a Yu-Gi-Oh so bit? like so like i hold back at like the last second and then i'm halfway through the bit and i'm like i haven't committed enough to go for this so we really just have to like pull back even more and lean into the cringe aspect of it now and then it's just yeah, we all go downhill, but we're but you know, hey, this is this is what you guys get. <laughs> um, what are we and, here for today, Mark? Uh, I already said uh, dungeon. Du no, sorry, uh, wrong notes again. Um, Yugi versus Pegasus, the match of the millennium, part. We one made it, through five. boys. We made it to uh, Pegasus. We made yeah. it to Pegasus. We're in the finals of the the Duelist Kingdom tournament. We are in for a five part episode. So one of us might pass out by the time this is over, or nah. um, we're gonna die trying. So, dude, dude guys, how how about we just you know take a moment to reflect on how far we've come? You know, like we started this show, uh, you know, some amount of weeks ago. Um, like back in September, and, I think. Yeah, whenever it was, and then you know we uh, now we're here. I really thought that after we took the hiatus after Paradox Brothers, we powered through to Paradox Brothers, and we took like two months off. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's there's true. no way we're coming we back. We need to recover, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm glad that we we didn't we didn't give up because that 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 we very easily could have. We but very easily look, look at us now. Look at us now. We Watch probably should have all things considered. I also, I also like the fact that we, uh, we referenced the hiatus in that episode and now here. But to anybody who's listening to the show, either live or in the vods, they're not going to know because we're, we still haven't started releasing them yet. No, it's okay. No, 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 it's no, okay. No, no, no. I'll okay. just, I'll just delay the episode after the Paradox Brothers for like a month. 
Okay, it all okay. makes sense. That way, every, that way Look, everyone's like, oh, they quit after the best battle of the show. Exactly. That makes sense. And then we come back and they're like, these idiots. Yeah, like, it's, if you're anybody listening to this, just, you know, play along, you know. We're, we're recording this, like, the day before you listen to it. That's, that's all, just, just, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. It's uh, currently... <laughs> For anybody who would like to fact check that. I'm just going to cut this out. Like it's, <laughs> it's not funny, and it just hurts the show. I thought it was a little bit funny, but it also You think everything that you say is funny. I, well, why else would I say it if I didn't? Guys, okay, we are so guys, far off track. Guys, we, we uh, you know, <laughs> this is we're doing five episodes here. <laughs> no, me and Mark <laughs> need to settle this now. <laughs> Just like Yugi and Pegasus needed to settle their, their, uh, you know, that's my transition. Oh, for some reason, my first note for these episodes is, do you think Croquet knows that Pegasus traps people's souls? Oh, he definitely knows. <laughs> I mean, 100%. He does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have a note further on in this episode where um, Croquet, I'm pretty sure, is terrified of Pegasus. Oh, he definitely is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, some point where, like, he reads off the life point scores for the first time in the show's history. Somebody does that. Uh, and Pegasus is losing in life points. It's, like, right after Yugi destroys Toon World or something. And Pegasus is losing in life points. And Croquet's like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Master. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you got to oh, report man. it accurately. That's Croquet's job. I mean, he's that a good is employee. his job, but, like, he's going to get his soul trapped in, in a card. I don't think that's going to happen to Croquet. Well, it's not, but... That's spoilers. Well, actually, didn't didn't Pegasus like threaten Croquet earlier in the show? Yeah, because because Croquet was like telling Pegasus a bunch of stuff he already knew, and like you know Pegasus was getting mad at him for like wasting his time or Wait, something. I don't we know. have an actual answer to this. Pegasus knows that Mokuba is a is a soulless prisoner. You mean Croquet? Yeah, sorry. Croquet knows that that Mokuba is a soulless prisoner. So like that is he, true. He has to know that. Pegasus took his soul, right? I mean, that I, that logic follows from me, at least. The real question is, does Kimo know? Kimo definitely doesn't know. Kimo's never been in the castle. You don't think he's... I think Kimo's probably been in the castle. He definitely has not been in the castle. I, I mean, we haven't seen it, but I... I'd Kimo is still outside trying to he's, get in. He's guarding the door like a fucking champ. <laughs> <laughs> but you think he's too low level to know about Pegasus is like oh, soul absolutely. shenanigans. You know how long Croquet's had to work for Pegasus to get to the status he's at, and he's just a butler. I, I believe it. I believe it. No, I think I think you're probably right. Croquet <laughs> has access to. The I feel like Croquet is more than just a butler, though. Yeah, he's he's got he, he's he's kind of just like right hand man type situation, you know. Like he's whenever the Pegasus needs Pegasus anything, is exactly. Yeah, that that's a good way of putting it. That's yeah, the that's perfect reference for this show. Can we please start talking about the episode? You are in full control of this podcast. You just not. say the word and we'll start. I'm not, I'm not in full control myself. Um, well, I, my first note is that this this first episode of the duel is definitely a B team episode, maybe even like a C team episode because this is like some some real janky art going on. At least for the first couple episodes, I think. There's some. Don't, there's, don't well, worry. They didn't bring their A game. By the end of the show, we got we got a whole new art team in. We got we got brand new ways of shading characters. It's all gonna look great from here on out. Yeah, everything gets really shiny in the last episode. Of this, oh yeah, but, and uh, it never until that shining. point. Yeah. Um. 
right. So basically, the we we open the episode and uh, we get like the whole recap of Yugi's journey here, um, and like Gramps is talking to him in spirit world, you know, about friendship and and you know he has to beat Pegasus and save save my soul, all that stuff, and then. Yugi meets his friends at the duel arena and they're like, oh, you're going to do it. We believe in you, bud. Um, and then, uh, and then Croquet introduces the competitors and, and we get, you know, a full on introduction, you know, Bruce, Bruce Buffer, UFC style. Uh, I'm cutting then... that. It's a nice reference. <laughs> Why are you just going to cut half the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. You never, you never cut anything that you say in the podcast that you're cutting. That's yeah. like that's part of the bit. Oh, I love that bit. So so We're like everything that. that Kyle said he was gonna cut is gonna be the only part of the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Um Alright, so so basically like the, the competitors are in the arena, Yugi and Pegasus, they're facing off and they have the whole like promise to keep your end of the bargain bit while nobody was ever gonna like walk back their part so like yugi made sure that pegasus was going to free everybody and then pegasus was like well if i win i get your soul it was like this was i feel like this was always the stakes that were set up here everyone seems like so shocked but it's like of course that's what he's gonna do yeah I, yeah yeah duh i mean he did it to kaiba literally two days ago in, in yeah. the canon <laughs> um so yeah so it's at this point that we get into the Tristan storyline of the episode. The B the plot. Kinda, the D plot. <laughs> no, um, I mean, we're not ranking. It's not a rank. It's No, you know, no. I'm ranking it. It's a D plot. The T plot. <laughs> You're just lucky I didn't give it an F plot. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, 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 Mark, before we, uh, before we started recording, you confessed to me that you're... You're intending to to blow through all this Tristan stuff. Well, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna set this up uh, right now, and then, then yeah, kind of like just pulled the rug out from under me. But uh, basically, throughout the don't worry, entire, I'll cut that. Throughout the entire duel, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, we're cutting away to all the bullshit that Tristan's doing. Um, so so basically, it all starts here where um, the the gang's all watching the duel, and Tristan's like, you know what? Pegasus is doing some shady shit, and it worked really well that time that we tried to catch him cheating, and we found his secret sex room, <laughs> and then he brought us to ancient Egypt and almost killed us. So I'm going to go look and try and capture Mokuba's soulless body so that at least we have his body and Pegasus can't do anything with that because I, I, don't, I, I don't really understand the motivation there. But I mean, it, it it makes some sense. I mean, I, I the only thing that I'm not sure about is that I don't know that like Tristan is really privy to Pegasus's like overall plan of taking over Kaiba Corp. Right. Which is what that, the reason that's yeah. the reason why he has Mokuba. Yes. Yeah. Right. So like so, Mokuba's body actually is meaningful, but there's nothing that we've been shown yet that would lead Tristan to know that the body yeah, is meaningful. Yeah, yeah. So the reason Tristan gives is just like, well, even if Yugi loses the duel, at least we'll have their bodies. And it's like, mm, it's I, I guess. Leverage for something. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you're, you're still in the enemy's like home base. You know, it's not like, like if you save Mokuba and you're taking him back to the duel arena, like they can just walk up the steps and grab him again. Like, I don't understand. If, if you want to save him, you have to actually leave. Yeah. 
Um, so so we get Tristan. He runs off and he leaves Joey Taya and Bakura from school to watch the duel. And we get you know the I, I'm pretty sure this is where like they had a guest writer for this episode and they pulled one of the Scooby Doo guys Jinkies. because this was full on like uh, scouting the mansion from Scooby Doo. Where I, I really love the idea of like. Whoever animated or whoever like wrote this episode, getting like some eighty-year-old Scooby-Doo writer to come to Japan <laughs> to like give him ideas. Yeah, get get some eighty-year-old Scooby-Doo writer to give them the most like obvious guy hiding in a suit of armor bullshit. Yeah, they need they needed the the the, the real A team of the Scooby-Doo era to, to write that one. I've always I've always loved the getting into armor thing because like like the. In this episode specifically, they show, like, a shadow coming around the corner, and Tristan's like, oh, shit, and he sees a suit of armor next to him. And so from seeing the guy's shadow walking down the other hallway about to turn a corner, we're, we're supposed to believe Tristan got in an entire suit of armor without making a single sound. No, I, 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 I 100% believe it. I no question it. about it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, and so, so Tristan hides in a suit of armor, and then the guard walks past, and he talks to another guard, and they're, like, changing shifts. And so <laughs> Tristan turns the corner to see where the guard went. He's like, oh, there's no there's no one here. Where could they have gone? It's it's a mystery. Um, without, you know, making the conclusion that, oh, it's this giant castle. There's probably, like, a secret door or something. And and then he trips over a crack in the floor. Do you, like, did you guys get what that was? I, I definitely was not paying that okay. that close of attention. He tripped on something. These, these moments, he tripped on something, and yeah. uh, and and accidentally opens the door, and then he finds the secret lever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it it reveals you know a big staircase. Um, and so then the the next time we see Tristan, he's walking down the staircase, and he eventually finds Mokubo, who's like sitting in a cell, um. I guess like he he tricks the guard into incapacitating the guard, something like that, to get the key. Well, you see, Tristan brought an extra knight's helmet to use right. to incapacitate the guard. Wait, did he really? He didn't take off his own. No, he was wearing one and had oh a, my God, a spare I didn't one. Notice that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um. Ugh. Yeah. So he he uses the key to to free Mokuba, and then a bunch of alarms go off and. Uh, we have like goons calling Croquet and be like, "Hey, you know, the prisoner is being released and all, all that stuff." Um, this is a great Croquet episode. It he was heavily featured in this episode. We really learned that Croquet runs this show. Like Pegasus is just the figurehead. Croquet yeah. runs this shit. Yeah. So like the the all the calls are going back to to Croquet and he's like, "Pegasus is dueling. I'll handle all of this." And he's like telling everybody what to do, giving out all the directions. He's he really is like, I mean, I called him a butler earlier. He's, he's the second in command to Pegasus. Oh, yeah. Are we really doing, are we really? Shut up, Joey. Is there really nothing else to talk about that we're going all in on Croquet is actually a badass? Yes. Joey, Joey, this is the big one. This is, this is the big episode that everyone's been looking forward to. We have to, we, you get to give the people what they want. No, nothing. Okay, fine. Um, so somehow Bakura's ring—I don't know that this was ever established—but Bakura's Millennium Ring allows him to listen in on phone calls 
Yeah, he can wiretap. Okay. Phones with... Yeah. I just want to say I really popped off right here. Did you? Because because Bakur from school says, "Let's see what Croquet's up to," and I was like, "Yes, finally, fifty episodes, <laughs> finally getting what I really want." Let's see what Croquet's up to, shall we? Yeah. Let, why don't we see what Croquet's up to? You know what? How about we keep seeing what Croquet's up to even after these episodes are done? I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gone, guys. <laughs> I think that's actually the last time we even like see Croquet. I think that's it. Oh wow! <laughs> actually, he's probably in the next episode. He might be in the next episode, yeah, but he's definitely not in season two. <laughs> <laughs> secret, secret season one half. Uh, when that eventually gets released, it's, it's just Croquet's entire story. Oh my god! Don't tease me like that. <laughs> Please, can we continue on to anything? So Bakura, Bakura, after hearing Croquet talk about Mokuba and, and that Tristan, you know, captured him, Bakura decides that he wants to go see what's up, so he leaves. Um, oh, you're saying Bakura, but you really mean, like, evil Bakura. Sure. Bakura from Ring. Yeah. I mean, it's so it, it's not like this is a secret. It's it's very clearly evil. Right, Bakura but the line like, drawn, you know, the line scheming. drawn between Bakura and evil Bakura is very muddied at this point, and also is non-existent after this point. So I don't even <laughs> think that's true. It's one hundred percent true. No, because it's it's just evil Bakura has the ability to make himself sound like not evil Bakura, but that doesn't mean that he's not ev- he's vacillating between evil and good. Right, but but. I, my point is more that there is no good Bakura anymore. There's just evil Bakura, and therefore I can... Just right, but we need to Bakura. establish that. Which we've now done. Okay, so I guess continue. I can't call him Bakura from school if he's evil Bakura. Is that is that the... That's the distinction? You can call him whatever you want now, Mark. Oh my, okay, whatever. All right. Evil Bakura is trying to find Mokuba. Uh, Tristan ends up getting cornered from both sides by, by guards who want to capture him. And we get, you know, the classic CW censorship finger guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> just yeah, like... the finger guns are really bad in these episodes. Like, even even worse than, than the previous ones. It's not even like... like it's just the finger guns. It's like their hands, when they're not making the gun, like, symbol, like, hand sign thing. Like, there, there's times where you just see their hands. It's like, it looks like they're supposed to be holding something. Yeah, but they're they, not they just, they, It just anything. feels like they edited out the gun, not that yeah. they actually changed the hand in a <laughs> considerable way. Yeah. Um, so so Tristan's about to get shot, and then Bakura comes in and uses uh, a magic card, Chain Energy, uh, and, and restrains the guard. And Tristan's like, oh, shit, I don't know how you did that, but cool, let's run. Um, and so they, they run they, so up some staircase that looks like it's out of Harry Potter, like yeah, the, the yeah, it's kind of there. MC Escher stairs type. Yeah, it was uh, really big deal. I didn't remember that at all. That was I was like, where, where the fuck is this staircase <laughs> that they're going? Um, but they and then and then somehow the staircase just leads to a cliff. <laughs> like Tristan yeah, opens like a that. door like and almost just, runs just, off a cliff. <laughs> it just a door to a a giant, you know, death drop. But, it, like, it looks like a room was supposed to be there because, like, the floor is not, it's not like a clean break. It was like a jacket yeah, yeah. floor. <laughs> what yeah, is it's it? very, very strange. I, I don't know. Like, I haven't finished Pace, building the yeah. addition to the castle. Oh, uh, I yeah. love that bit. Um, and yeah, so, we talk so about before. that uh, Tristan's final words were almost, whoa, mama, please. Whoa, 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 who
Yeah, when when like he almost falls, he says in like the worst possible way, like "Whoa, mama, please!" And it, was, it was really bizarre. Uh, Boy, that's great. I, I I was not. I I completely missed that. I wasn't paying. I wasn't giving this these cutaways enough attention. Um, but yeah. So as as they're at the top of the stairs, the guards catch up to them, and uh, Bakura, um, Bakura summons Maneater Bug. Which I, my memory of this episode was that Maneater Bug just ate the guards, but then he summons Morphing Jar too, and Morphing Jar <laughs> sends them to the graveyard. That's really, really confusing. I don't understand, like, what. <laughs> I don't what know really what happened, happened here. here yeah. But Bakura <laughs> summoned two, two monsters that became, like, real life monsters, but were also, like, kind of translucent yeah. for some yeah, reason. It, it, it's, it's so weird. And and we get like a little like cutaway here of a cutaway within a cutaway of Tristan recalling evil Bakura from the shadow game. Be like, huh, this guy who's in front of me right now is acting a lot like that guy who Yugi dueled that one time. I wonder if they're the same guy. They're you know? constantly forgetting that night. Yeah, it was all a dream. Kyle, that's why. Well, oh, that's that, right. the, at least Tristan did say, I thought it was a dream, but I guess it wasn't. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It, it wasn't like. You know, he's he's recalling it and, and not mentioning the fact That's that true. he thought it was mm-hmm. a dream before. Um, so basically, uh, Evil Bakura threatens Tristan. So so we find out his motivation for actually following Tristan uh, is that good Bakura betrayed Evil Bakura after the duel by banishing him somehow, but didn't banish him because he's back now. Yeah, we don't know how he got how he came back. We don't know how uh, he came I, back. But I don't know. Do we ever know or are we ever so. going to know that? I don't think okay. so. I don't, I don't. It's not in my memory bank at this point. So <laughs> okay. Um, but but yeah. So he's he he basically wants Mokuba's soulless body to take over as his own, so he doesn't have to contend with Good Bakura anymore. Uh, but but like Tristan's like, no, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna give you Mokuba. Um, but then Bakura's like, well, did you see what I just did to those guys? I'll do the same thing to you. Give me the body. So Tristan does the classic, throw the body at the guy, and then punch him. Here, think fast! Oh, that was so funny when he <laughs> tossed Mokuba at, uh, at Bakura. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, and then when, when Evil Bakura is knocked out, he uh, rips the ring off his neck and like does his best you know, shot put. And he tosses chucks into that the thing. Force. He really, he got some really good distance. Which, like, you look at the ring, it's like it doesn't look like it's that aerodynamic. Like it would fly that well. You could maybe like frisbee it. I he didn't think. frisbee it though. He like I know he didn't. Yeah. Right. He definitely tossed it. But I feel like you could frisbee that thing. You probably and, could and get a decent it. amount of distance. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So evil Bakura is gone, never to come back again. Um, yep. It's, it's or all is he? Uh. But yeah. So so basically at this point, Tristan goes and meets back up with everybody. So he's got he's got unconscious Mokuba and or soulless Mokuba and unconscious Bakura over his shoulders and just shows back up in the middle No one of the seems duel. that shocked about it. <laughs> I think Joey's like, what happened to them? And Trisha's like, it's not it's not important right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not important right now. How's how's the duel going? Yeah, but you like at the spoilers for the for the duel, they're they're in the shadow realm when he gets back, so he's like he's like, like the duel's more important. We can't see anything but it's more important. I did like how at this point, like they they just kind of leave 
both Bakura and Mokuba up on the balcony and they go down to the like oh yeah the floor where the duel's taking place. And yeah, just, like, you're just gonna leave their bodies there. Well, my I mean, and and again, you know, this comes back later in the episode, but like Bakura, he, evil Bakura's whole thing was to steal Mokuba's body and like put his soul in Mokuba's body, mm-hmm. and then Trisha's just like, yeah, let's just leave him. Let's just leave I mean, them alone I, together for for when Bakura wakes up. Tristan thinks that he, I know, he solved like, the problem. What's the consequence of bringing them down to the duel arena with you? I mean, I just think it's stupid because like they're you know they're they're looking for Mokuba and like we're just gonna leave him unguarded in the middle of the castle. That's like, that I didn't even think about that. Like, that aspect. Of it was it. confirmed that Pegasus has like hundreds of employees in this castle. Yeah, yes. they're everywhere. Like I, I just I don't. know. I didn't even think about that. That's an even better point. This whole thing is just really uh, stupid. So we can we can stop talking about it now. And uh, oh yeah, go. Yeah, let, let's focus on you know what isn't stupid. The rewind, duel, right? Rewind. Three the duel's episodes. not stupid. The duel's definitely not stupid. Man, okay. So like, I've been we've been tracking stats. Uh, I don't, we don't bring it up all the time, but you know, uh, bring it up like every episode. We don't bring it up. Ever. You also bring up that you never bring it up in every episode. We've <laughs> never ever brought this up before. Um, we track the stats of a lot of things. I have a lot of stats that I just want to like just briefly touch on as we're going through. So just you're just gonna humor me on this because there's a lot of things that going through this. I'm like, holy shit, these cards are fucking useless. It's it's okay, Mark. Will you do what you got to do? We're we're here for you. Uh, all right. So we're starting the duel. Uh, winner of the duel is gonna be the king of games. And Yugi, right on the outset, sets two cards face down. Pegasus summons Red Archery Girl, and uh, Yugi's like, oh, all right, cool. No other strategy than this. Time to attack. Uh, Summons Beaver Warrior, equips him with Horn of the Unicorn, attacks Red Archery Girl. Pegasus uh, activates his trap card, Tear of the Mermaid, negates the effect of Horn of the Unicorn, so then Beaver Warrior can't, can't destroy Red Archery Girl, and then Red Archery Girl destroys Beaver Warrior. Let me, let me just uh, let me just take a second to yeah, notify that after Pegasus summoned, was it Red Archery Girl, yeah. whatever her name yeah. is, Yugi literally says, "Why is he playing such a weak monster in defense mode?" and then proceeds to play Beaver Warrior. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, how can you ever mock someone when your big strategy is playing Beaver Warrior? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and not not to mention like playing a weak monster in defense mode. Like that's like the best way to that's play. That's the a whole weak point. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but hey, you know who are we to criticize? I will, the, the great, I will give him Yugi. credit though. He does acknowledge the face down card, which I think is the first time in the show that is that this has ever happened. It might be. He says like, why would he play such a weak monster in defense mode? And then it's like, I could just attack with Beaver Warrior, but then he he like takes a second and says, um, I'm a little worried about his face down card, but I'm gonna attack anyway. I was like, wow, someone was actually cognizant that there was a face-down card on the field. <laughs> it didn't stop him from making the wrong play. And then he, he like, has like, a panic attack after that. He's well, like, yeah. oh, Beaver Warrior, no! Um, I already have some stats I want to bring up. So Here we go. Beaver Warrior, on the topic of weak monsters, we've yeah. seen him three times in the show. He's died three times. No kills. He is literally just a waste in Yugi's deck. I'm pretty sure this is the last Beaver Warrior appearance, too. 
It Wait, are you be. serious? I it think so because I don't. I don't think Beaver Warrior is one of the carryovers. I don't think he season. carries over. Uh, yeah, I guess you know after after a performance like what Mark is talking about, well, maybe Yugi realized like he, maybe I don't want like, this guy. Like after, after season one, Yugi gets rid of all the weak cards in his grandpa's deck that has no weak cards. And, and, re- and re- no, it has and no pathetic them with Oh, sorry, my cards. bad. Um, but also Horn of the Unicorn. This is a card. I get me. Well, correct me on the numbers if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it boosts your attack by like 700 points. Yes. So, a card that boosts the the monster's attack normally should be used for like for for offensive purposes, right? Yes. Yugi has used it four times in the show, and it only has one assisted kill. <laughs> He's used it three times to no effect whatsoever. He's just getting unlucky, okay? trying to think of like when he's used it. i know he used it on the, the feral imp at one point right? yeah and then and then it was a few i think two of them were like field power bonus things and then one was like a, a trap card or something yeah right, right. um mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> it's it's just like like i go back and i'm marking these things down it's like really horde of the unicorn just useless card okay good to know yeah, sometimes cards just suck man um i have a note here that uh like after after Pegasus counters Yugi's attack with Tear of the Mermaid, um, Yugi has like this "oh no" moment. It's like, um, uh, and, and Pegasus also does like a a demonstration of his mind reading. Like he he calls out like what card Yugi has or something, mm-hmm. and Yugi's like, "Man, I wonder if he can really read minds." I'm like, we've seen Pegasus duel enough times at this point. He's literally dueled Yugi through the TV and read Yugi's mind where Yugi had to question this. We saw him duel Kaiba where he pretty much openly admitted to reading Kaiba's mind during that duel. Like, why and are Yugi's we still questioning indicated this? that he knew in that duel. Yeah. Well, like, why is it... And it takes, like, three episodes of this duel for people to be like, I think he actually might be reading minds. It's like, come yeah, on! Yeah, yeah it, like, I, I, was, I was shocked by how how just how much they drag out Yugi coming up with some kind of counter strategy to that or like even just recognizing that it's happening. The, the thing that bothered me the most about the counter strategy too is like we saw Kaiba do it and did it to mild success, right? Like obviously mm-hmm. like Kaiba didn't have the resources that Yugi has. But like Kaiba was like you're seeing my cards somehow, so maybe the only way to beat you is to not look at my cards and just play them off the top of the deck. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, and then, and then we start this duel. It's like, I, I wonder if he actually can read my mind. Like, Fuck, come on. It's just tiring, you know? It's it, like, it gets old. Yeah. Like, can, can, we, can we please not do this? Can we please just, like, move it's, on? It's like watching Dora the Explorer, where it's like, can you find the mountain? Yeah, it's, it's right there, dude. Yeah, like, come it, on. I can't... St- I wonder where it could be. Okay, okay, move on. Moving on. Um, basically, uh, the rest of this episode is just... Um, Pegasus trying to like psych Yugi out with the Millennium Eye. Uh, so Yugi sets Giant Soldier Stone face down. Um, Pegasus summons Riran, uh, which, you know, we're recording this slightly before Easter and, you know, great, great time for, for the egg based monster. There's Cutting some really out. great, there's some really, uh, <laughs> some really, really good egg based uh, jokes and, and, and banter. At this at this part, like I think, yeah, uh, yeah. Y- Yugi questions something, and and Pegasus is like, not exactly. 
not exactly what you were expecting, is it? Uh, oh, yeah. There were, then, there were a few it, puns in there, yeah. Then there's something stupid where, like, you know, Pegasus is doing something, and Yugi's like, I'll scramble your egg. I'll scramble your egg. Very unlike Yugi. Here's what I liked a lot, though. Uh, Ryu Ran was summoned in defense mode and was like, like an egg with like arms and legs sticking out. Mm -hmm. And then he switches to attack mode and like the top half of the egg bursts and it's like a little dragon guy, I guess. Yeah. What would happen if you switch back to defense mode? He goes back into the egg. But then you just shattered the egg. He could morph back an egg. Um, you know, I think he, you he think probably could. Even if he doesn't, maybe he just like, he just like, you know, puts his arms up and kind of. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, so now we have, um, Yugi summons the summon skull, uh, Riran attacks, Yugi activates spellbinding circle, and then we get the, you know, the classic Pegasus acting of, um, he's like, oh no, no, the spellbinding circle. Um, Whatever will I do? Yeah. And so summon skull immediately attacks Riran, but Pegasus activates, uh, his face down trap card which yugi forgot about um as trap displacement so then it swaps spellbinding circle onto summon skull reran destroys summon skull uh and then we get two world again so that's pretty hype right yeah yay um oh, man oh no uh so red archery girl becomes toon mermaid and reran becomes manga reran Big fan of Manga Riran. <laughs> I you? love the design of that guy. I feel like he looked no different. Was what are you he talking different? about? He turned into like a goofy idiot. Yeah, but I feel like both of these ones didn't look all that different. Like, compare Blue Eyes White Dragon to Blue Eyes Toon Dragon and Summon Skull to the what we'll see, the Toon well, Summon like, Skull later. So here's the thing. Like, Riran's card is just him in the shell. There is no, like, him out of the shell. Right. That's, that's true. That's for the... For the Anime, yeah, yeah. They, they ruined the what the dragon looked like by putting him into attack mode. Sure. It would look better yeah, if it I'll, didn't I'll, happen. Yeah, I'll give you that. Whatever. Okay. Um so so yeah, we get we get all uh Toon World bullshit here. And 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 like this is another instance where Yugi was there for the duel with Kaiba. Yugi knows how Toon World works from that duel, I would presume. Yeah. So Yugi's next move here is to summon the Celtic Guardian. And have the Celtic <laughs> Guardian attack Toon Mermaid. But Yugi says here, he says, um, My Guardian may not pack enough punch to beat that mermaid, but she shouldn't be able to beat him either. But then he attacks anyway. He, he says something like, like really weird, where it's like, I, I, I know that like this this will end in at least a draw, but maybe if I attack, I'll uncover some kind of weakness. In these toon monsters, like but we already what are talking like, about, we watched the Kaiba duel. We know the toons can't be destroyed by non-toons. We know that rule. We should know yeah, that. Like, there was there was two days ago. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what to tell you, Mark. Like, I think it was at this point because this is like the second episode of the is, uh, yeah. of of the the Pegasus it's duel. Like it was at this point that I was episode. like, wow, is this really not gonna live up to expectations no, at all? It doesn't. And uh, and. You know, it doesn't get that much better from here, everybody, so strap on in. I mean, it's yeah. definitely better than the Mako Tsunami battle, but I agree. It's more uh, hype than the Mako Tsunami battle, that's for I, sure. I, I 100% do not agree with that at that's all. That's an insane okay. take. 
That's because you're the only idiot that likes that battle. The only battle the... better than this was Joey versus Rex. I don't understand how you guys just don't have any enjoyment at people destroying the moon. This, this, this is, it makes no sense to me that you guys get nothing out of that. There's nothing on that level in this Pegasus duel. I disagree. Okay, I can't wait to see what you think is on the moon destruction level in this stupid-ass The destruction duel. of Toon World was pretty hype. It's all right. That was a really cool sequence of plays, I thought. But we'll get there. Um, so so you play as a monster uh, face down. Then Pegasus activates a trap card uh, called Gorgon's Eye, which will have a whole host of issues with Gorgon's Eye, but we'll get there. Um, the effect of you Gorgon's mean more Eye... than like this isn't what Gorgon's Eye yeah. does. Oh, even more than okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gorgon's Eye. What we're told it does is. Uh, it forces all monsters to be played face-up in attack mode, right? It, they can't be played in defense mode. Oh, no, they can be played in defense mode, but you take life point damage if they're destroyed in defense yeah, it, mode. Yeah, he turned them to stone or some crap Yeah, like that. it's like yes. a whole Medusa thing going on. They yeah. got, like, the, the snake hair bit. Um, so, yeah, so Yugi can't play monsters in defensive mode anymore, and if he could, it, it's still... Or, well, he can, but he, he's not, his life points aren't safe anymore. Um, and then Pegasus plays Doppelganger to steal Summon Skull, makes Toon Summon Skull. We get, like, a much more muted reaction from Yugi than we did from Kaiba when when we got Blue-Eyes Toon Dragon. He, he still has a reaction, he does. though. Like, it, it, he does. You definitely get the impression that, like, Yugi is also offended by what what Pegasus has done to yeah, his I mean, he calls him know, beloved monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which... And I, I think that's... Like, you know, it's, I, it's I so like ridiculous because the Toons are like the best. The Toons are the only monsters in the show that have any personality. And oh, yeah. that makes them the most endearing monsters to a viewer. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, to the to Kaiba and Yugi, like, they're it's serious business with those guys, you know? Like, they're, mean, they, don't, they're, they don't have any time for these childish antics. I guess. Um, but yes, uh, uh, so Toon Summon Skull destroys the Hornet that Yugi had face down. Um, and we get like the the ultimate like Yugi's just giving up kind of moment here. I actually think there's multiple of these now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but like like this is the end of an episode, so like you you we were setting up like the whole oh my god I don't know what to do like how can I beat these monsters blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't know how to how to beat his eye thing. Um, as as we end the episode here, um, but uh, I like. I wrote down a quote here just because I think I don't think this is like my top Pegasus quote, but for some reason, like it resonated with me. And like I, I popped off a little bit and I don't like maybe you guys know why. I don't know if this is like something that surfaces elsewhere, but um, Yugi's like talking about how like, how am I going to save my friends? And Pegasus reading Yugi's mind thinks to himself, your friends and his little laugh is Yugi boy. You can't even save yourself. As hopeless as it seems, I have to keep battling I have to save my friends. Your friends? <laughs> Yugi boy, you can't even save yourself. <laughs> For whatever, like, is, does that line show up anywhere else? Does Pegasus say that somewhere? Because I can't, I, I couldn't understand why I popped off so much when he said that line. Because he said the name of, the, of our show, Mark. That's not why. It's a <laughs> Uh, it's not why at all. No, I'm not. I'm not That's even going to play up that joke. That's 100 why. It's, I'm not even going to play up the joke. It's not why. <laughs> Dude, I, 
Mark, I don't know. You're you're a fucking weirdo, okay. man. <laughs> you uh, just you. you I I, I, I genuinely didn't know. I I like. I I feel like I heard the line. Well, obviously I heard it before because I've watched the show before. But I felt like it, I felt like it was somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a fine line. You know, it's it's you know not too bad. I think it's got some uh, some chutzpa to it. You know? It's probably like a D minus, so it's not too bad. It's not a D minus, Kyle. It's better than that. Yeah. Okay. It's at least a C, Kyle. Yeah. I don't care what you say. It's not. It's not. Uh. It's not flat enough of a line to be a D minus. Sorry, we, I know what you're doing. Just let, come on. <laughs> we'll, we don't worry, on. Joey. I'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next episode. Uh, this is the magical hats episode. Yes. I say it's the magical hats episode because. The entirety of this duel takes up four, or the entirety of this episode takes up four turns, and it is all the turns of that it takes to get through magical hats. This is one of the slowest episodes. It, it's funny you mentioned that because, like, one of the things that I noticed while watching these episodes is that, like, you know, you click on your your Hulu link or you know whatever you're watching this on, you see like this episode is like 19 minutes long total, mm-hmm. right? And then you're like, okay. That's like a minute long for the intro song, like a minute and a half for the recap of the previous episode, yeah. and like another 30 seconds for the ending song. Like th- This is like 15 minutes of episode. <laughs> like they're, they're dragging this out like crazy. Yeah. Like There's no reason for this to be five there's episodes long. There's absolutely no reason for this to be five episodes. But they, had to, they, they, they wanted you know an hour and a half or something feature-length episode for some reason. Speaking of this crappy episode, did anyone else notice that for some reason in this lone episode, everyone's noses were like extra big? I did not. <laughs> I, I did. I, I don't know. I, didn't, I don't know That's if I saw insane. that on in this one. I mean, in the first Every episode, close I noticed... up, they were like twice as big as normal. Interesting. I mean, it's, I noticed it's in the first the episode, the first episode of this this uh, sequence, I noticed their eyes looked really strange. Like, everyone's eyes. There were looked a few. There really was, weird. So it was the first episode, and I think the fourth one. Where I noticed there was one sequence where they zoomed in on Yugi's eyes, and it, it did it did like a really weird thing where like his his pupils were like changing sizes in the shot. So this is this just looks really bad. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's it just feels like there's a lot like okay, so like they 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 stretched the episodes out to cover five episodes, but then also made them some of the like bottom tier quality episodes yeah it's, just, it's very strange yeah. right like i mean and we'll get to this like the last episode of all of this is very clearly the 18th right right but the last episode was the all only of the other ones about. right all of the other ones are just like Ugh. like yeah I, I don't know it just feels like it, I, I would have expected them to bring more of their uh you know like bring more of that like brothers paradox energy into yeah. the pegasus battle but they just didn't you know it just doesn't well we talked about the brothers paradox there. though the brothers paradox had a couple like that was a three episode yeah. arc and there was one of those episodes that we we talked about it being the b team yeah like it, there definitely was b team episodes in the brothers paradox but like this 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 I'm feels like you, this c feels team like, yeah this feels like c team yeah. right oh, like yeah. this this like these episodes feel like c team yeah. man this is this is like okay we got to make that moment at the end of the fifth episode like the big the big money moment, and it's like, oh shit, we're out of budget. We planned on five episodes, and we only have the last one done. F- figure something out. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could ask somebody who's you know privy to this stuff, like what what went down here. But you know, yeah. unfortunately, I think we'll never know. But 
Yeah, it's just disappointing. You know, like you get to Pegasus, you're all hype, and like the first thing you see is like everybody has weird eyes and like everything looks wrong, and you're like, Whoa, what's yeah, going on here? That was it's the just, biggest instantly letdown kills the hype. for me watching these episodes. Was like, in my memory, this is like on the level of Yugi versus Kaiba to uh, even Yugi versus Kaiba 1, Brothers Paradox. Like, this is like the hype duel of this arc. And watching it back, like, I guess I have more of a critical hat on this time than when I was a kid or the previous time I watched through it. But, like, it, it, it was rough. It, it really took a lot out of me to watch these episodes. It's just disappointing. It was, it was a know, big it, letdown. It, it's a letdown. It's exactly what it is. And if we you want know, to talk about letdowns, who boy, do I have one at the start of this episode. Well, well, it's here. Yeah, what's going on? It, this isn't so much... It, it's it's a little bit of a letdown just because I feel like it's a massive logic flaw. But, like, when I was doing some research about it, there's the logic flaw that exists in the dub does not exist in the Japanese version. And it's annoying Ooh. to me that this happens. Oh, boy. So, um, basically, at the start of the episode, Pegasus has Toon rolled up. He has Toon Mermaid, Manga, Riran, and Toon Summon Skull. And Yugi has... Uh, just the Yugi just drew the Dark Magician at the end of the previous episode. Um, so he plays the Dark Magician and he plays Magical Hats. And Pegasus says, "It doesn't matter if you play Magical Hats. I'm just going to probe your mind, find out where the Dark Magician is, and the duel's over." Because if if Toon Summon Skull destroys the Dark Magician, you know Yugi has like what 500 life points or something at this point. Like, well, the, technically he wouldn't lose any life points, but right. Points. But like he's well, I guess yeah. He has two more monsters, but there's the whole you can only attack one, whatever. But they they build it up as if the Dark Magician dies, then the duel's over. Which, yeah. fine, whatever. So so Pegasus is doing, like, the mind probe thing, and we get the cutaway to inside Yugi's mind. We have little Yugi and big Yugi talking to each other about a strategy. And basically, they, came, they come up with, like, the mind shuffle, where they're going to keep their minds separate, and um, that way Pegasus... Like he can read one of their minds and not know what card is being is like played versus the other one. Okay, this is it. Each time we play a card, Pegasus reads our mind. But what if we keep our minds separate and then switch our minds back and forth? Ah, <sighs> switch minds. I was pretty into this, if I'm being honest. I like the mind shuffle it's, idea. It's a perfectly fine tactic, and and I was I was very critical. So after I researched this point specifically, I was very critical for the rest of it. They did a very very diligent job of keeping track of the proper way to to do the knowledge and this is what i kind of want to get into really quick so like the the right way to do this in my mind is not to have big yugi play cards and little yugi play cards and and both of them have separate knowledge because then you're just playing cards blindly right what they did for every other turn was they and, and and i was picky about this they had little yugi played the cards he played every single card and then big yugi would would be the one interacting with pegasus and like like flipping cards right but little yugi was always the one who knew what the face down card was and big yugi was always the one who interacted with pegasus yes where this falls like where, where the hole is here um is with the magical hats though so in the dub they say that the magical hats, like Dark Magician goes into the magical hats. Big Yugi played that card, so Big Yugi knows where the Dark Magician is. And then they swap to Little Yugi, and Little Yugi has no idea where where the Dark Magician is. Like he uh, somehow yes. can't see 
through the hats or whatever. He has no idea where his own card is. Which, like, is fine. But the way that the Japanese version does it is they have Big Yugi chain, or I guess it's, I think it's like Little Yugi moves the Dark Magician at the last second before Pegasus reads Big Yugi's mind. And so Big Yugi doesn't know where the Dark Magician is anymore, but Little Yugi does. But, but like, like so, so Pegasus ends up attacking the hat on the left, right? But that's mm-hmm. where Big Yugi put the Dark Magician. So he knows, like, if Pegasus is going to read your mind and be confident about the hat, then you have to know where the Dark Magician is, right? So, like, Big, yes. Big Yugi knows the Dark Magician is in the hat on the left, and then Little Yugi moves it, and he reads hat on the left from Big Yugi. Pegasus can be confident, which he was, when he attacks the hat. But in the dub, they don't have little Yugi move. They're just like, I have no idea where it could be. And Pegasus is like, nope, it's definitely in that hat. And then it's not there. It's like, I don't know. It just, it's it's the one moment where like they swapped who had the knowledge to be big Yugi having the knowledge instead of little Yugi. And, and I feel like it, it, it completely like cripples the the logic of the mind shuffle because then in the future turns, why, if Big Yugi has the knowledge of where the Dark Magician is, why can't Pegasus just read his mind the next time? Yeah, no, that definitely is a problem. I mean, that's something I, I, I remember reading that I thought was weird. It's like, why would they take out the notion that, like, they moved where the Dark Magician was? Yeah. Like, they just took that out. Like, they just, you know, they, I guess they just wanted to simplify it, but, you know. Right, I gotta get off my soapbox, because I'm getting, I'm getting, I, I, I got, <laughs> I got a little no, heated just, just now, it's to o- be honest. It's okay, it's okay, Mark, I understand <laughs> your frustration, I mean, like, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, that keeps me up at night, too. You they know, were like, so, did, they were so diligent, every other turn, that Little Yugi was the one who knew the information about the cards, and Big Yugi was just interacting with Pegasus, and, and then the one turn that they flip, it completely destroys the logic, it's just, it sucked. <laughs> I mean, that's just it's just par for the course with this dub, man. It's like they they change things and they they just like introduce so many weird problems that they're just like, you know, maybe they were aware of and didn't care. Maybe they just weren't aware at all. Um, yeah. But you know what? What can you do? That's that's the life we've chosen to live. All right. Well, anyway, at least um, we can we can run through the, the rest of these turns because this is really not much else happens. There's a lot of dialoguing about Yugi finally outsmarting Pegasus. Um, but basically we're killing turns uh, with, with magical hats. Uh, so Toon Summon Skull attacks two different hats. Nothing's in there. Um, and Yugi finally, his setup is he has Living Arrow card face down and Mirror Force face down. Uh, and so Pegasus activates... Magical Neutralizing Force, which gets rid of the Magical Hats, revealing the Dark Magician. Toon Summon Skull goes to attack. And now we have, like, one of the most convoluted turns, I think, in the show's history. (laughs) So Yugi... (laughs) First of all, it's big Yugi out there when Toon Summon Skull attacks. We we do a quick swap to little Yugi, who activates Living Arrow. Like, Living Arrow targets Magical Neutralizing Force... And redirects that magic card's effect onto Toon World, destroying yes. Toon World, which completely contradicts what Living Arrow does when we saw it with Mammoth Graveyard a, yes, a couple very true. episodes ago when it fused Mammoth Graveyard with Blue Eyes. 
Um, so this Living Arrow just does whatever the writers <laughs> needed to do. <laughs> yeah, Living Arrow just fixes all your problems. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So now Toon World is destroyed. All the Toon monsters revert to their regular form, but Toon Summon Skull's attack is still going off. But we still have Mirror Force. <laughs> so Mirror Force activates and deflects the attack, and then destroys all of Pegasus's monsters. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this, this 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 whole this whole term is just like a big like yeah okay dude. By the way, for me. By the way, I think even with my soapboxing and recounting all of these terms, I think we were shorter than the actual episode. <laughs> I I believe so, <laughs> just barely. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I um, think you're right. Thank you. But yeah, uh, um, that was so so now you know Yugi still has the dark magician up. Pegasus has no monsters. This is where we get the moment where uh, um, croquet. <laughs> it's at the life points and Pegasus is losing by like a hundred life points or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like so upset. Score stands at Yugi nine hundred, Pegasus six hundred. Uh, sorry, sir. Um, I'm gonna miss your perfect croquet impression, Joey. <laughs> I feel like anybody can do a croquet impression, man. Can you say thank you, Master Pegasus in Croquet's voice? <laughs> I don't take requests. Can you say thank you, Master Pegasus, in Tristan's voice? Thank you, Master Pegasus. There you go. Imagine, imagine taking a request. <laughs> I um, take requests for Tristan. So this is this is where the Gorgon's eye point comes back up, though. So like, I'm making this really short episode into a ton of points because I have so many fucking problems with it, and it's four turns long. <laughs> Wait, is this the? Uh, oh no, we're st- we're still on episode three. We're not. We're on still on episode three. Yet. Yeah, this we're is the last. Yeah, point. we're still on episode three. Yeah. Um. So. So Living Arrow destroys Toon World, right? And we're explicitly told he's redirecting Living Arrow at Toon World. What they don't tell you is it also must destroy Gorgon's Eye. Yes. I either either Living Arrow destroys Gorgon's Eye or the Shadow Realm does or something because yeah, it's, that, it's that's gone. a good. <laughs> that's a really good point, actually. <laughs> I, I forgot about Gorgon's Eye completely. And, and like it's. It's worth noting because in, in future turns, Yugi plays monsters in defensive mode that Pegasus destroys that would otherwise like end the duel. Because Wouldn't he, that be great if just damage. like Dark Magician turns to stone and he's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> oh, I forgot Gorgon's eye. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, wow, man. That's that that's shoddy because that's like you, you can't even argue that like Mirror Force should have destroyed Gorgon's no, eye. No, no. Like there's there's really no excuse for this one. Yeah, and, and I mean, just, I guess like I guess the card Pegasus used, like magical removal or whatever the heck it's called, might have been able to. Yeah, but but they don't. But like but he used it on World. I don't. I don't yeah. know, man. They, like it's, yeah, this this is just bad. Mark, what was that card's name? Which one? Magical neutralizing force. Magical. So so my issue is less force. that like there's no card that could have done it because like. We already know they can make up whatever effect for cards they want. It's the fact that okay, like, so yeah, it, it it would not destroy Gorgon's eye, right? C- carry on. So, but but like they could they could have just said magical neutralizing force gets rid of all magic cards on the field, and therefore yeah, yeah they they they, sh- they should have said that. But like yeah. like it's and just then, an oversight, and that that destroys Toon World, which would have been fine because then we don't need the Living Arrow bullshit. Like I, the the fact that Gorgon's eye wasn't mentioned but was obviously destroyed by something is the problem not not what yeah, it was destroyed yeah. by they thought we would forget and, and, and to be to be perfectly honest i forgot i, I feel like um, a lot of people would have <laughs> forgotten 
Yeah. Uh, you know, that, but that's just like what they, what this they do show, on this show. This show does They don't expect you to, to remember what happened five minutes earlier. We got the heart. Well, actually, it was, a, it was an episode and a half earlier. But, but you know. Actually, it was. Whatever. Yeah, it was an episode and a half earlier. Meaning it would have been like. It could have been like a week earlier. For, for the kids, you know. I suppose. I suppose. All right. Well, anyway, we're in episode four. We're in the Shadow Realm. Big storm happens in the arena. Um, Croquet's watching in fear. Yeah. Well, actually, do we see Croquet when when the Shadow Realm is? There, there's one shot there's one where shot like the him. Shadow Realm's happening, and Croquet is just like, oh, who has a cucumber oh, sitting next to Pegasus's chair? <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, Pegasus went to the Shadow Realm again. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So the whole build here is that like the mortal Yugi can't handle the stress of the Shadow Realm. Yes. Um. Which, he has a constitution of a sickly child. D- does that contradict the time that they were in the Shadow Realm with Bakura? Or does them being summoned as monsters, like as, as representations of monster cards, negate I don't effect? know. Okay. We're, we don't want to get into that? I mean... <laughs> I guess that was the Shadow Realm, right? Yeah. Like Bakura did it was all a that Shadow stuff. game. Yeah. I mean, Pegasus does mention something that's like... Oh, the the stress of using monsters hits harder here, or something yeah. like that. Like I don't know. So maybe maybe, it's, maybe like having to like summon the the life force for the monster drains you. I or guess something, I don't know. It's it, whatever, man. Just, <laughs> just 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 go with it, dude. Just. All know. right, so we get uh, we get dark eye illusionist. Uh, Pegasus. Pegas okay, I need, I need to something. I need to point something out real fast. <laughs> oh, no, no, here we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so. Right when Pegasus summons his card, it's the start of something bad. It's when Pegasus' deck stops being about cartoons and starts being about creepy millennium things. And yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. You think he swapped um, out decks when he went to the Shadow Realm? No, I'm just saying it's like... Decks. Yeah, I just, decks. I just... I just... I missed the cartoons. That was a good themed yeah, deck. The cartoons yeah, I think great. like the... I mean, I like whenever that Toon World music would start up, oh, I, so I was good. I was popping off. Yeah. Like that Toon was World's that was great. some great stuff. Toon World, Toon, Toon World was just a great a great experience. But you're right, Kyle. It's like this is this has like, you know, like JRPG final boss energy mm-hmm. to it. You know, like creepy, just like, like isn't that disturbing. What it's to like now he's serious or something like that. Yeah. Like if there was ever a comparison to make to a JRPG final boss, like shouldn't it be the the finals of the Duelist Kingdom tournament? Yeah, I know. It's just like it, it. There's there's less personality in a creepy monster with a Millennium Eye. Icon well, like it, you know? I compare it to the Dual Magus fight in Dragon Quest Eight, where the first phase, Dual Magus is kind of this wacky gesture, jester, but in the second phase, he's just pure demon. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. Don't worry, I'm gonna cut it all out. <laughs> um. <laughs> I hope absolutely nothing gets cut in this. This episode's like two hours long. The like three claps <laughs> that I that I did at the beginning are all just in there. Yeah, every everything's staying in. Um, I really don't want this to be two hours long, so let's uh, let's let's hurry up. It's not gonna be two hours long. We only got let's two episodes. Let's Uh, so we get Dark Eye Illusionist is, is um summoned, and I, I personally got the impression that like these these cards were all just completely foreign to Yugi. Like th- yeah. this this. This felt a lot like oh Pegasus just like made up cards on like he's he's yeah, back yeah. there in his little station like drawing the card art 
Well, didn't he say that for one of them? He's like, I made this card just for me or something like that. I play my Dark Eyes Illusionist in attack mode. And did I tell you? It's a monster I created just for this game. Yeah, he did say something like that, yeah. Um, I, the, the, the biggest note I have here for Dark Eyes Illusionist is, and I don't know how, like, how any of these episodes make it through quality control, but like, <laughs> Pegasus puts the card on the little like table reader thing. And it clearly has 1,400 defense points. And then it's summoned with zero and zero for attack and Never look at the table reader. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it only lies to you. I know, but like... <laughs> it's very like, true. It's such basic quality control. <laughs> I mean, may, may, all right, I'll, I'll give them, like, the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe, like, they, they noticed it, but they were, you know, they were on a, you know, they were on, on a strict deadline. They had to get it out, and they figured, eh... Unlike, you know, the, the 20 inch TVs that kids are watching this on, they'll never notice. Right. Cause you know, this was, right. this was like what, 2003, something like that. Like we didn't have big, big ass TVs back then. You know, I mean, we did, but like most people were probably watching this on like a modest sized 30 inch or something. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just figured it sure. wasn't going to be open to scrutiny. The real card does have 1400 defense points. So they were, they were technically true to the show. But then they decided to, you know, not I have love that, later. that. I didn't. I didn't go that far to look that up. I love. I love that the actual card has defense points, and they were like, "No, we're just gonna change it." Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, I, Mark, who destroys that card? Dark Eyes Illusionist. Yeah. Nobody. It gets nobody. It gets fused. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So does someone try to attack it? Well, yeah. So, so the the next turn is you plays Curse of Dragon. I think Curse of Dragon tries to attack it. And then okay. it becomes a whole bit where Dark Eyes Illusionist is like, oh, nope, actually, you're stunned. You can't attack me. Um, and then Pegasus plays Black Illusion Ritual that... That's right. Um, turns it into a Relinquished. Tributes Dark Eyes Illusionist, summons Relinquished. Relinquished effect is then... Like, it's the same as Dark Eyes Illusionist where they can't attack, but also he just absorbs them and then uses them as a shield. I gotta say, and you will not hear me say this very often, I really hated Relinquish's butthole. It just, it was not a good visual. I mean, I... It was on the front! I, I, it was on the front, Kyle! But it, like, it doesn't it's, matter, it's, it still looks like that, it's gross. Yeah, like, we, you, I, I, I think oh, it's very on. deliberately come on. drawn to have, like, sphincter energy. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, like, I'm not even kidding, like, I think that There's that, so much that, stuff that's in the Pokemon anime that looks like a sphincter, though. No, like no, all okay. the hoses Shut that up. Pikachu Matt. gets sucked up into, like, come on, we're really, I, we're I really think resorting this, to this, this on this podcast. I, I, I l- listen to me, Mark. I'm not, I wouldn't say this if it was just as a joke. I'm telling you, this is something that like they they wanted it to to evoke that kind of like weird body horror like feeling, you know. And and like, I, I don't know, Mark, you're yeah. just wrong. Moving okay? on, if you, you're if just you, wrong. If you watch this and and you're not thinking, mm, yeah, okay. Moving on. You know. I don't look at my sphincter enough to to, you know, recognize that as a sphincter. I'm just going to leave it at that. I am not going to cut that. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I'm fine with you keeping that in. That is that is totally cool by <laughs> me. So, uh now basically Relinquished Butthole has eaten Curse of Dragon. Yes. Dark Magician goes to attack Relinquished, but then somehow uh, through the butthole, Relinquished puts Curse of Dragon on its chest, 
and yeah. Dark Magician destroys Curse of Dragon instead, uh, inflicting life point damage upon himself because Curse of Dragon was his monster. Um, then Relinquished absorbs the Dark Magician, like immediately after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and throughout all of this, Little Yugi and Big Yugi have been mind swapping, and it's been like Little Yugi's getting worse and worse. Um, and he goes for like one final one and Big Yugi's like, no, you're too weak. You can't do it. He's like, no, you have to have faith in the heart of the cards. I can do this. And so he, I think that's the first time heart of the cards is mentioned in any of these episodes. That's that absolutely correct. Yeah. And it might be the last time. I don't even think they mentioned in the last one. Um, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, Which is surprising. I would have expected them to really lean in on that for this, you know, I don't have final it, boss-esque duel. I don't have it explicitly in my notes, but I faintly recall right before the final turn, Yugi saying he has to believe in the heart of the card. Like, maybe not specifically heart of the cards, but, like, believe in your deck or, or something or yeah. something along those lines. Um, But yeah, so Yugi, heart of the cards it up, uh, summons the Feral Imp, and then puts the card face down this is you know the the big game winning ultimate card that that has to win the duel and i'm building it up like that very specific reason uh and we'll we'll get there can't wait to can't wait to find out what this reason is i'm on the edge of my seat um so pegasus is like okay well i could i could try to probe his mind but then they'll just switch again instead i'm just going to overtax it by destroying his feral limp and he destroys the Feral Imp. And th- this is this is the situation where Gorgon's Eye, like, if Feral Imp was actually in defense mode, but turned to stone by Gorgon's Eye, Yugi would have taken life point damage from this attack, and the duel would have been over. <laughs> but but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this is the fifth time we've seen Feral Imp. He's died four times with no productive kills. Ooh. So, sh- sh- what a bummer. another pathetic card in Graham's deck with no pathetic cards. <laughs> isn't feral like feral imp like with the horn of the unicorn is in the intro isn't it i think so like, yeah you see like feral imp, it, it's like it, it's built up as like this hype yeah. thing but it just doesn't do anything this is actually probably the last time we see feral beaver imp, warrior is also in the intro by the way um and and it doesn't really? do anything either feral imp was the first time horn of the unicorn was used too uh that was the weevil fight uh he summoned feral imp horn of the unicorn right yeah and then it was still not strong enough because of field power right right um but yeah, so after Feral Imp is destroyed, like Yugi has a heart attack basically and uh collapse well, we don't see him collapse because that was specifically cut out of the out of the dub. <laughs> um which is is really weird because like in the dub you see him like he's slumped over on the table, clearly passed out, but they cut out the animation of him actually falling, which I thought was really funny. That's yeah, that's really weird. Um So So this is where <laughs> This is, I thought this was the best sequence of the entire five episodes. So after Yuki faints, the the gang on the outside can all like feel. Oh, I don't I don't feel his presence anymore. Like whatever bullshit that is. So so Taya's like tries to run in to save him and just immediately pops like right back out. Uh, the way she came in is like all confused, and so then she mm-hmm. sticks her hand in and her hand pops out the other side, like like comes back <laughs> at her. And she's like, well, I don't know what this is. But then what really got me is Tristan takes a run at it. And Tristan pops out the other side. I'm like, what are yeah, the rules? Yeah, that was really funny. What are the rules of the Shadow Realm? 
Yeah, so so I, I tried to rationalize this as like it's a speed thing. Like if, if you just kind of walk in, then you pop out the same side. But if you run, then you pop out the other side. Oh, I love that. I love this so much. I rewound and watched it again because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> They're all just like sitting there baffled. They're like, I, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have to get my enjoyment somewhere out of these episodes. No, no, I was going to say, we take those. <laughs> you know, we... um, so, so Big Yugi uh, takes over for, for the fainted little Yugi now. And Big Yugi comes in with like the worst thing you could ever do in a competition, just completely lets his emotions take over. So, you know, nothing can go right from here on out. And uh, clearly everything's going downhill because he summons Winged Dragon, Guardian of the Fortress. Or as Pegasus calls it, Winged Dragon, the Guardian of the Fortress. The card you drew is Winged Dragon and Guardian of the Fortress, a weak monster. Because mm-hmm, we just got to make that card longer. Of course. Which <laughs> just immediately gets destroyed. <laughs> that might be Winged Dragon's last appearance, too. It, it might be. Really? Also another card oh my from God, the intro. This- what has happened yeah. to all these cards? I, I love that Kyle's making all these claims. I He's watched season two a lot more frequently, recently than I have. So he might have like more like, like com, com, confirmation on this. But I, these, I'm not, I'm not confident like about it. These are season one cards. Like he gets rid of Horned Imp too. Because like why would yeah. you ever want that in your deck? I, I mean I guess. I don't know. I, the only like card he's... I specifically remember transferring over of the ones we've at least listed is... Uh, Celtic Guardian. Yeah, Cal- Celtic Guardian. He eventually becomes obnoxious, yes. but he's, obnoxious Celtic yes. Guardian. He's yeah. always in the deck. He is always yeah, in yeah. the deck. Um, Interesting. Interesting. And then eventually and the, dark in the video game adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get there. Season four, guys. Something to look forward to. Um, where are we? Are we on episode five yet? <laughs> we're we're at the end of episode four. So so Pegasus summons Jig and Bakudan. Um, the infamous time bomb. Jigen Bakugan, the infamous time bomb. And is there a show called Bakugan or something? Because I constantly yeah, want to yeah, say Bakugan. That sounds really familiar. I, I, I almost said it just now until I read the D in my notes. It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> let, let me look up Bakugan real Isn't quick. is Bakugan like the other spinning top game? Yeah, I think it's the it's not, it's not, Beyblade. not Beyblade. It's like similar to Beyblade, but not Beyblade. Future yeah, podcast okay, so these are like Bakugan. Yeah, these are like orbs. They're not tops, but they summon like kind of like robot dragon things. I'm pretty sure like. a friend of the podcast, EJ, is a huge Bakugan fan. I think you're thinking I, I, of Digimon. I fully believe that. No, no, he, he, he loves them both. He's, oh, he's into okay. Bakugan. He he went to a, a the Bakugan movie at his like you know third grade oh, birthday party that. and I changed his that. life. Can we get him on one of these episodes? Sure. To talk about Bakugan? We should definitely well, get him on for the next Rebecca battle. <laughs> well, we'll have him treated like that the, the famous YouTube show Random where he just watches a random yeah, sure. episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, I love that show. And then can, can review it with us. Um, okay, let's finish this up. Jigen Bakudan's on the field. It self-destructs in yes. two turns. Everything on that side, on, on his side of the field will be destroyed. The two yes. things are Relinquished, which has no attack or defense points, and Dark Magician, which is Yugi's monster. So if it explodes with the current orientation, Yugi's going to lose. Okay, great. Uh, everything's in despair. Yugi doesn't know what he's going to do. Episode ends. 
Next episode, um, we get the almighty hand sign. What I've been waiting for for the entire show is for for the Tristan, Taya, and Joey on the outside all making three quarters of a smiley face with their hand uh, to to like give their energy to Yugi for this duel. Um, it's beautiful. So that so that all all starts up here and. Um, we get like an internal dialogue with between Gramps and Big Yugi, where like Gramps is like, "Little Yugi's spirit is still here, even though he's dead." But like he's not dead yet, really. But but I'm gonna talk like he is. Um, it really bothered me that Big Yugi was like, "Oh, you're Yugi's grandpa." Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, you know who Yugi's grandpa is. Also, that that's this is kind of like a a dub versus um. Uh, like Japanese version thing because like so so throughout the entire show it's been like a clear thing that that the spirit of the Millennium Puzzle and Yugi like kind of know of each other yeah whereas in the Japanese version that's like not a thing like the first time that they ever interact and like know about each other is like the earlier episode when they decide on the mind shuffle thing that's like the that's that's the first interaction in the Japanese version between the two of them. So like in the Japanese version it might be more plausible that he doesn't know it's his grandpa. That that's that's all I can bet uh for for why this scene would be there. But but we're back in the duel. Yugi's refilled with confidence and he's ready to beat Pegasus because little Yugi played a card before he fainted and that's going to be the card that wins the duel. Well, let me, let me just say this, because this, this is like the thing that bothers me the most about this episode. So we, we talked about how, you know, in this episode, instantly you can see the budget skyrocket. Yes. Looks yes. so much Pegasus's better. Pegasus's hair, and like, mwah, chef's kiss. Oh, it, it looks, looks so, so good. good. Right, but like the, the thing is, like, the, the quality of the episode, like, art goes up. And it also, like, that, that, that energy kind of infuses the, the episode when it starts with more hype. I felt like it did. Like when this episode starts, I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Right. It's like, finally, after four episodes of like, just trudging along, there's some momentum here. Well, I feel the like, thing that... I feel like even though Jigen Bakadon was like, is kind of lame by itself. The fact that it self-destructs in two turns, it built like the time aspect of the duel, which like they've had time things in other duels. Like, Mm-hmm. Like Swords of Revealing Light is its own thing, where it's like, okay, I have a finite number of turns to pull the right card. And so it's like, I feel like it. The show doesn't do a good enough job of creating suspense on its own. That when you put a timing aspect to it, it's like, okay, wow, now there's like really something to. to yeah, like there's that. I, I mean, I just think like go. in general, the filmmaking of this episode is just better at at the start, and that's what I want to I want to like sure. clarify here. This episode is a massive letdown. Once we we get to the, oh. you know, the, the how it resolves. Oh, okay. I didn't um, I didn't see that. That's where we're going with this. The, because it it starts off so hype, and then it lets then, you down. Okay. And then it lets then it lets you down. See, um, this is and, this is why I love the that we like kind of keep ourselves in the dark on this because I didn't know, I I didn't like couldn't really gauge what your feel. I know your overall feelings on the five episodes as a whole, but. You're building up the start of this episode. I'm like, oh, maybe Joey liked this episode. But no, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm. I I I did until I didn't. Let's let's get know? into it. Let's get into it. Um. So Yugi draws Pegasus. Now that it's only Big Yugi, uh, mind reading is back in play. Um. So Pegasus tries to read Yugi's mind. 
And despite clearly being able to see that it's Mystic Box behind Yugi's friends, Yugi's friends block Pegasus's view of the card. Uh, so he can't read minds anymore because friendship, I guess? Friendship stops Millennium Items. That's what I learned. I'm okay with that personally. You know, I whatever. think that's, you know, whatever. That, he, that's fine. Okay, here's my problem with it. Here's my only problem with it is Yugi plays Mystic Box. So, so the turn plays out. Yugi plays Mystic Box. It swaps Dark Magician and Jigen Bakudan. Now the Dark Magician isn't under control of Relinquished. It comes back to Yugi's side. Won't explode when, when Jigen Bakudan explodes. Pegasus freaks out about this turn. Says if he could have read that it was Mystic Box, he could have stopped it. How? It wasn't Pegasus' yeah, yeah, turn. I, I, he just can, I, Mark. I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so this was something I was also just gonna let let go. No, I mean, like, no, you're, you're, no, you're right. There's I, nothing he could have done. I'm not gonna there's, let it there's go. Literally nothing. I don't like I. So you say you like that friendship can block the Millennium Eye. I don't like that. I think it's a cheap cop-out. I don't like it, first of all. And second of all, they didn't have to do it. Makes me not like it more. They could have had had Pegasus read his mind and be like, oh, there's nothing I can do about Mystic Box. Yugi literally top-decked the card. It wasn't like he had it in his hand. He drew the card off the top of the deck and played it. There's nothing Pegasus' Millennium Eye in the powers that we know about can do to stop that. We have three characters outside of this duel who are doing nothing. <laughs> the writers need to give them something to do at the end of this massive inspired duel. Yugi. They inspired Yugi before this turn started. That's fine. They need to do a lot more with them I... to, make, to, to justify their existence. I'm moving on. I don't that's, wanna... that's their thought process. Okay, I'm telling this. you. I'm telling you what the writers are thinking. They have all of these characters that are just in in the peanut gallery doing nothing. Friendship. On Pegasus' turn, he draws a card. He says, there's nothing I can do. I pass. Now, this is is like the sixth time in this five-episode span where the difference between the Japanese and the dub apparently completely remakes the logic of the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Yugi, the, the turn is Yugi activates brain control to pull Relinquish onto his side. But Jigen Bakudan is going to explode at the end of Yugi's turn. So by pulling Relinquish to his side, he's going to explode Jigen on his side with the Dark Magician on his side and cause himself to lose. So as a viewer, yes. you're sitting there saying, what the fuck are you doing? That you're, you're literally throwing. <laughs> but he's not throwing... Because the big magical card that little Yugi played is the Dark Magic Ritual, which allows Yugi to tribute the Dark Magician and Jigen Bakudan to summon the Magician of Black Chaos. Which, um, like, Jigen's gone now. He won't explode. Okay, cool. You saved yourself. Um, in the Japanese version... So I don't know specifically how it's done in the Japanese version, because where, like, the, the site I was looking at didn't, um, explicitly say it, but... The site, there, there was a point on the site that said, the dub implies Big Yugi doesn't know the card Little Yugi played, making the brain control move seem suicidal. That statement implies to me that in the original Japanese version, it like it was explained that he does know the card. I don't know how. I'm going to guess the, the order of events here is a little bit different. Okay. Like maybe, maybe he cops a look at the card at the start of his turn. Sure. Because like like if he did that right like that doesn't change anything even if Pegasus does know right 
what it is, well, right? Well, apparently Pegasus can can block moves that that he can't actually right, block. Yeah. So. Right. Right. You right. Never right know. Yeah. But the the point the point being right. like yeah the, the, you're right in the Japanese version the implication there is that like he he didn't just take relinquished and then hope that yeah. the card that Yugi played would be able to do something with it. Um, he actually knew that like what the strategy was going to be. So, if I've been a little bit, uh, hamming it up about the dark magician, dark magic ritual card, um, and, and Yugi making a big stink about it being his last turn to play it, this is why it's built up as if that that card is the game winning card, and that the Yugi the the card that Yugi last played will will beat Pegasus. Yugi summons the Magician of Black Chaos and then does nothing. <laughs> I'm like, can he attack? Can, can he not attack on that turn? Um, I mean, I don't, well, like, isn't the whole thing that, like, you can't even attack Relinquished? Isn't that the gimmick? Uh, well, Relinquished is on uh, Yugi's side of the field at this point, right? right? That, Wait, that's what Relinquished is? Yeah, because he oh, didn't yeah, control right. them. So couldn't he attack Pegasus directly? No, you can't. Well, there do is that. no attacking directly. Oh, oh, oh that's just not a thing. They mention they every once in a while they're like, "I have to put something down, or else you'll attack me directly." But there never actually is that. So are you sure? Don't, don't worry about. It. Yeah, there's no direct attacks in, uh, uh, in this season. Okay. Well, anyway, my other my other qualm would be why wouldn't he just let the turn go by? Jigen's on the other side of the field. Like, okay, so at the like at the start of Yugi's turn. Jigen Bakudan explodes at the end of Yugi's turn. No matter, like, Pegasus does not get another turn to prevent this explosion. Well, I, okay, I guess I guess the point that he can't attack directly puts this one in the ground, too. But, like, he could explode and destroy Relinquished. And then the Relinquished is just gone. He doesn't have to worry about it anymore. If he just passes But then he's in the turn. same spot. Like, he just can't attack his life points. Uh, okay. Look, this is what I'm saying. Everything in the second half of this episode is really, really questionable. Like, what are you big talking about? Quest- the final move is great. Huge no, question not, marks no, over not. my head during everything that happens here. Okay, so I, I feel like we'll, I'll, we'll just move on here. So after summoning the Magician of Black Chaos and making it seem like the duel is literally ending this turn, it doesn't end this turn. Yugi plays two cards face down. The cards that he plays are Karibo and Multiply. And I'm saying this yes. specifically because we've seen those cards in his hand at the end of the previous episode. Pegasus specifically knows those cards are in his hand because he reads them back to Yugi at the end of the last episode. But he doesn't know he's using them right now. We're going to move on. Pegasus is sweating. <laughs> he's starting to make bad plays. Pegasus that's, that's... is looking real freaked out right now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sweating big time. Pegasus... Uh, summons the thousand eye, I, thousand eyes idol. Can't say that that monster apparently. Um, and activates polymerization to fuse him with relinquished to summon the thousand eyes restrict. Yes. Um, which really made me miss the tune characters. Like, yeah, he was creepy. We're about as far away from oh, the cute characters as oh, possible. The animation where the eyes are like bulging out of relinquished was so gross. It's not great. Yeah, oh my god! Gross, it was, and he still has the butthole too, which makes he does, it even worse. Yeah, well, because he still can yeah. can absorb things. It's true, as we'll see. Um, oh, oh my god! So is it? We, I I have a question, Joey, because I, I I just yeah, sure, I yeah. just caught up to Please. my notes. 
Um, is this the part where you lose all interest in the episode? Uh, it, it's it's right around okay. here. Because yeah. this is the part yeah. where it really lost me. So we summon <laughs> we summon the thousand eyes restrict, and then Pegasus says, "Oh, once his eyes open, like then you'll really see his true power." Now, non-analytical Mark watched this episode and was like, "Oh, okay, like maybe a couple turns pass, and while the eyes are opening, and like we're we just kill a few turns here in the middle." No, we literally just talk back and forth between Yugi and Pegasus for like ten minutes, waiting for these eyes to open. I, I, I lost my mind. I was like, "Are we serious? We're actually just killing time, waiting for eyes to open? Like yep. we had, we had nothing better to do. This is a five episode duel, and we killed ten minutes, waiting for eyes to open." not a good episode was... tell you. <laughs> um all right so the eyes open we're still on pegasus's turn for god knows what reason but uh pegasus is gonna absorb the magician of black chaos and then i i guess he's gonna attack yugi directly because well i guess yugi does have a monster on the field but what, whatever Pe- pegasus is gonna try and absorb the magician of black chaos yugi reveals that he is karibo and multiply so now there's a million karibos Oh my god, this this whole thing bothered me yeah. so much. This is so bad. We absorb all the Karibos. Uh, the Karibos assimilate with Thousand Eyes Restrict in a way that it covers each individual eye. Um, and then Karibos have a new effect, uh, apparently, that they explode on contact <laughs> is the only way that they can attack. And because of the way the Karibos attack, you're about to see just as many explosions! No! Karibos self-destruct on contact with the enemy! This this was like... This this whole sequence, I think, is what completely ruined this episode for me. Yeah. Because it's like... Every, everything that happens in this sequence is so shoddy. Yep. Like, it, it's like, first, Pegasus announces that he's going to suck in the, the dark magician of chaos or whatever. So I don't understand how Yugi playing Karibo and Multiply in this instance makes it so he sucks in the Karibos well, okay. instead. That, but okay, that, whatever, the, well, sure. In the canon Let's of say the show, he does that. In the canon of the show, that's legitimate, because the only other time this sequence, this combo was played was against Kaiba, and Kaiba couldn't attack anything else because the Karibo were blocking it. So the, yes. the implication sure. is that Multiply okay. makes enough Karibo that it blocks any of the enemy's attacks and effects. Fair enough. So he, he, summons, he, he starts sucking in all these Karibos, and at this moment, like the 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 astute viewer is wondering, okay, so what's this gonna do? And the the answer that the show gives us is having Pegasus say, "Wait a second, the only way Karibo's attack is by self destructing." It's like this is that 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 just like sent me into the stratosphere of anger because that is so dumb. They, they, they this was never set up. There was nothing to lead us to believe that this is something that could happen. They could have done anything with this, man. But instead, they, they just have Pegasus say something that the Karibos apparently do they now. Literally, they literally could have had... Uh, well, I guess, I, guess, I guess he would have destroyed Karibo. Never mind. I was, say, I was saying he could have had Black, uh, Magician of Black Chaos uh, like just assimilate Karibo normally, have Magician of Black Chaos destroy him, and then Yugi takes life point damage but doesn't kill... It does like it doesn't send Yugi to zero life points because because when the when the all the thousand Karibos explode, Yugi still takes life point damage from yeah. 
from like the one. Yeah, he ends up with like a hundred. Yeah, yeah, because like what is it? I think he had four hundred, and Karibo's attack is three hundred, so he goes down to yeah. one hundred, whatever that. Yeah. Which like they actually did the math. Good for them. Yeah. Um. So like, I didn't care. Like the whole Karibo self-destructing thing. Like, whatever. That's what if that's how you want to explain it away. The fact that like a monster's effect is negated because they're the eyes that we waited ten minutes to open were closed by explosions from fur balls in like five seconds after after we waited for them to be open. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's just shoddy. It's just like it, it it's asking so much of us, man. It's asking us to just accept so much. It it's really not a great way to end this. Like they they I don't know. Like I just would have liked if any of this was set up any time during like it doesn't even have to have been in this episode in the past five episodes this they could have told us about karibo's exploding effect in like the first episode of the show just give me something so that you don't just like spring this on us at the moment it happens yeah. and that and that's then, just like, finally, that's what we call bad so, writing so in this entire episode uh pegasus has only had monsters on the field that cannot be attacked due to their effect their effect paralyzes the opposing monsters into not attacking now finally the Karibos have exploded. We can get Yugi to attack something. Um, which actually that's not even true. They can attack. They could they could attack Relinquished. Um, but then Relinquished just used Yugi's monsters as like as as a defense shield. But maybe I don't know. If I that thought was you couldn't attack Relinquished directly, or else he'd suck you up. Okay, let's let's just end this. Let's just um, end. <laughs> Magician of Black Chaos destroys Thousand Eyes Restrict in like what's I, I mean the animation of this scene is like it has the feel of like this is the big grand attack to finally beat Pegasus, but it feels so undermined because Magician yes. of Black Chaos was summoned fifteen minutes ago in the episode. Oh stop! Stop it! What? Stop with the magician it, it, being it, summoned? No, it last legitimately time. bothers me though. It bothers me that it went. Um, like, I mean, I, there I, was so much focus on Thousand Eyes Strict opening its no, eyes, this... and then on the Karibos and then being sucked in and exploding. That like you almost forget that he's on the field. No, you're but, right. No, no, I'm, no I'm like I get that, but like I appreciate that for once they were like, okay, let's set up this sure. move instead of just I, doing everything for dramatic effect. Yeah, I appreciate that for once. It's the timing. Uh, thing to me, me. The, the the problem with this whole thing for me is just that the, the I, I I just don't think that this is a hype final attack. It, it, it the whole thing just fell flat for me. Like I did I didn't really feel anything when like honestly when when the duel was over, like I I was just like oh that's it. Okay. I know that life points attacking directly has not been canon in the show. But also, Karibo's exploding on contact has not been canon in the show. If we're going to pick one of those things to do to end this duel, I think it should be attacking life points directly. Summon the Magician of Black Chaos, attack Pegasus directly, and end the duel right there. That that would have been a hype duel to me. I agree, I, but that's yeah, just yeah. never been a thing. Yeah, it, no, no, I think Kyle's but right. But it is in the, the next season, is isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, but... It, I, yeah, I but think they, like, that... changed the rules. They even yeah, they changed the rules. I know the they rules. did, but, like, yeah. if you're gonna break the rules of the show, just, just let me have Just let me have it. I, I, I mean, so I agree with you, Mark, in the, in the sense that I think that, Ugh. like, Yugi attacking Pegasus, it feels a lot cooler than Yugi attacking, you know, Some weird eyeball throat, thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, because Pegasus is the bad guy, you know? It, but it's just, like, 
this this last attack is just like a a ball of energy that destroys a thing that was already gimped by the Karibos. Then it's it's like it doesn't even feel like like Pegasus's reaction isn't even that like that great to start. Like I li- I like when you know Pegasus loses a little a few shots later we see him like you know crumbling the shuttle, at yeah. the. Like I, I like that, but like the actual moment of his of his losing just feels so limp. Like it's just I, not, I, I it's do not enough. think. See, the problem also is that they had oh. the perfect way to end it in the original Kaiba fight, where like not only are the, his monsters being destroyed, Kaiba is like getting blasted off, like right. To nowhere. Yeah, like yeah, they, exactly. What they should have done yeah. is they should have had yeah. like the like magician of black chaos, whatever his name is. Like that attack should have like. I don't know, gone through Thousand Iris to Strict and, like, hit Pegasus or something like that. Like, I just... It, he, you're right. Pegasus did not feel enough of the pain of losing yeah. until, like, afterwards when yeah, no, he was I, just, I, like, I, crying. Yeah, we needed, we needed more. We, we well, needed a was, lot more. This was, like... I, I think the difference here... Because I, I was thinking back to, like, other Shadow game duels that they've had, and, or, or, like, Shadow-adjacent duels, like the one with... um. Uh, Ghost Kaiba and everything like there's duels that have ended with Yugi shattering someone's mind like you know quote unquote killing them and then this one was just like oh I just destroyed your final monster like this ended in no more of a malicious way than Yugi versus Joey which were two best friends dueling yeah and and this was like the ultimate bad guy and so like having the ending like having having a battle with with Ghost Kaiba end up with like like a mind, like it's such a fucking innocuous battle, ending with like the big like mind fuck at the end, versus this one where it's just like, up, oh, I killed your last monster. It's by Pegasus. Is like, it, it felt too lackluster, and like it's obviously yeah. like so, when the duel ends and the the shadow storm realm thing goes away, like the gang all embraces and then. They're like, oh, let's make sure we get Pegasus to restore everybody's souls, and Pegasus is gone. Like, it's obviously to set up where Pegasus goes in the next episode, and there's like a little bit of humanizing to Pegasus. Like, for for what what episode are we on? Thirty nine. This was episode thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For thirty nine episodes of the show, Pegasus has been like the big evil bad guy who's only evil and only wants to do evil things. And then in episode forty, it's like, oh, well, he just loved his wife, like. He really wasn't that bad of a guy. I mean, we'll get there. We'll, we'll we'll get there, but like it just it kind of sucks that we lose a big moment here because yeah. they humanize him and, and make him out to be like, oh, he wasn't actually that bad the whole time. So so here here's what yeah. I'll say. So the and and this this is just my my own thing lately. So I, I've been watching Yu Gi Oh season zero the past couple of days, which we talked about on the show before, right? It's like mm. the adaptation that uh, was done of the original like early manga chapters of Yu-Gi-Oh, which is before Duel Monsters, Duel's Kingdom, all that stuff. And the structure of an average like storyline in that is that Yugi fights some asshole or bully or criminal or jerk, challenging challenges them to some kind of game, beats them in the game or catches them cheating, and then the payoff is the mindfuck, right? Like, the, the, the thing that the episode is building towards, the thing that makes you go, yes, right? Like, the hype moment is when, you know, Yugi wins and then completely wrecks them, right? Like, to me, having seen that now, I, I recognize that as, like, a core pillar of the Yu-Gi-Oh! experience. Like, the dark Yugi 
doing something to the bad guy after the game is complete, I think that is crucial to being like a, to, for the satisfaction of a good like Yu Gi Oh battle. For sure. Right. And, and like he, he did it like many times in, in, in Duelist Kingdom, right? He did it to Panic. Like he probably killed Panic for all we know. Yeah. You know, he did, obviously the first episode doing it to Kaiba, like he, he's done it a couple of times. It's always been a pop off moment. So the fact that we don't get that now, on, on Pegasus, just, oh my God. I don't want to dwell on these next few points because they're really minor, but I think it also adds, at least for me, it added to how bad the end of this duel was. So we get like a meeting between. Yugi and and uh like Pharaoh Yugi, like the spirit spirit mm-hmm. of the puzzle Yugi. And like they're like, oh yeah, we did it. And they high five, but because they're like both spirits to each other, they're like hand passes through I'm like, oh god. Oh, is that what that was? I was so oh. confused about that high five. Oh my oh, god. My, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. And then we pop out of that into like the gang congratulating him, and it's like Joey's like just so excited that he can't put anything into words. Like, oh my god, it's like the it, it was, oh, it was, it was cringier than my it's intro so to the wacky. show. If you don't remember how cringy my intro was, go back an hour and a half, rewatch my intro. The <laughs> no, ending no, of this all, episode all of this was shit. cringier, and it just yeah, it completely undercuts any hype that the battle could have had. Really, finally did it. <laughs> What Joey is trying to say is that it's really great you and your grandpa are going to be reunited. Yeah, for sure. But also, you... Also, we wanted to say how impressed we are with you for being so brave and all. Yeah, impressed. And we're... And we're proud of you, too. I I completely agree. That was one of the few things that I noted in my notes for for this episode. It's like the ending is just so goofy. It's it's just just like wacky, wacky (laughs) hijinks. It goes goes on. It's like... It's like twenty lines of dialogue, and like it, just every every one of them gets cringier and cringier with Joey like trying to get a word. And it's like, ah, oh, oh, just stop, just stop, no, ah. Uh. Yeah, it's nothing. Just, just... Oh God. I feel like by after the whole like friendship stops Millennium stuff, everything's just like yeah. downhill yeah. from there. It's all just like deflating, not, not like I... cool. Well, it's just so dumb. so like the the. The ritual, the dark magic ritual to summon Magician of Black Chaos. Like, that, like, everything dipped between the friendship stuff and that, there was, like, a noticeable dip. But then it's like, okay, cool. Like, this is the end of the battle. This is the the card Yugi last played. Like, there's so much significance to this card. Like, big big time hype. And then then it's just like, oh, no, we're just going to dip again real quick. Don't worry. We'll we'll, we'll get it back. Nope, they they didn't get it back. Alright, I just want to uh, recap the final bits of the episode because it's going to lead into the next episode. So, um, Pegasus has fled the arena, so the gang's like, we got to go find him. We find out that uh, where they left Bakura and Mokuba on the balcony, Bakura is now awake um, and doesn't remember anything about the stuff with Tristan. And so Tristan kind of no. like, re- like, like now recaps everything that happened with Bakura instead of being like, oh, by the way, evil Bakura's back, like, earlier on. So he's like, he's like, Bakura, you were evil. Don't you remember that? And everyone's like, wait, what? Evil Bakura's back? Why didn't you tell us? It's like, oh, don't worry. I threw the ring into the woods. He's fine. I took care of it. It's all good. So the gang runs off. Bakura's like, I'll watch Mokuba. And then they run off and we get, like, an uh, internal monologue with Bakura, but it's evil Bakura's voice now. And you're like, oh, no, he's gonna steal Mokuba. And then they cut the episode. It's like, oh, man, this wasn't even... They, this... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought there was gonna be like a better at least like conclude like I didn't realize that they left so much 
off for like the next episode, but I think that's the thing that bothers me the most about about this this whole thing where it's like this is the final episode with the big bad guy from from this entire season yes. and like technically it's not it just feels like it the episode be. ends and they're already on to the next thing. They don't give it any time to breathe. Like they should have just ended this episode like right after Pegasus lost. Like don't give us any of this additional dumb shit. Yeah. We'll just get it in the next start, episode. Start anyway. the next episode with a spirit high five. The final shot should have been Pegasus is just like yeah. right, lifeless. Body. Right, exactly. Like yeah. let us like bask in the victory a little bit. Like don't don't give us all this bullshit. Instead, they had two minutes to spare, so they're like, ah, we'll do a little. It's like it's just like uh, you you don't set up all this stuff for like the next episode when you just finish like the big climax. You know what I mean? Like. It just makes it, it just completely undercuts it all because we know that like evil Bakura is like the real bad guy and like it, it's just, just it, it limps out Pegasus like big time. It just makes him feel so inert and pointless. Well, he'll look even worse next episode. It's just don't disappointing, worry. man. Like Pegasus deserved better than this. Like Pegasus is so good, you know? He's so good. And, and, and he just, they just write him off. It's like, oh, whatever, we're moving on. You know, if he's so good, Joey, then how come the other Joey referred to him as a slippery double-crossing snake? I did snake? like that when hmm? he said that. That was pretty hmm? good. Slippery double-crossing snake. Let's go find him. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, guys. I just like uh, these episodes were really upsetting to me because I feel like... I, like, <laughs> I mean, there was no moon, so it, I, it, was, it was tough to it's get true. too excited. I, mean, I, I only pop off in in moonshot moments, you know, when like destroying the moon, um, going to the moon, um, howling at the moon, I think is pretty cool too. Um, okay. Let's, uh, end uh, this uh, episode. I'm, I'm going to leave us, I'm going to leave us with a, a question to ponder, you know, uh, a, a real philosophical question for the show that I found during my research. Um, and, and, and will actually be explored throughout the show. So, you know, we're, we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna end on this. Um, there was a point in the episodes where um, Pegasus is reading Big Yugi's mind and, and, you know, says something to him along the lines of, oh, like, you know, I, I can't even really tell who you are. Uh, you know, I, I know who Little Yugi is, but, like, who, like, who are you, spirit? Um, and it, it postulates the question of, does Big Yugi not even know who he is? Uh, does he not know his own backstory? Because if he would have known his own backstory, and Pegasus can read his mind, wouldn't Pegasus know who he is? Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to cut all that. Oh. Right. Well, I mean, this is a question that has an answer, actually, though, right? Uh, Sort of. Okay, we're not discussing this now. This is it's already over. Right, I mean, we're we, not going we, we will get there. We're going to get there in season two of the Yugi Boys podcast. Uh, join us next week where we talk about um, Pegasus. Wait, this Rebecca, is not season. We're not starting season two next episode. Not still. No, 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 no. Uh, not season two of Yu-Gi-Oh. Season no, two no, of the Yu-Gi-Oh no, no, Boys no, podcast. No, season two of no, the podcast starts right. with season two of Yu-Gi-Oh. No, 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 no. It's no, arbitrary. No. It doesn't matter. Absolutely not. You were, I'm you calling were the next episode season two. It doesn't, it doesn't. 
There's there's no delay between the episodes being released as far as I'm no. aware, but you know, nope. it doesn't, doesn't matter. Nope. Nope. I just want to season one, episode fifteen, next week. Rebecca wants her grandpa's blue eyes back. So for the, the show, the Yugi Boys. Is that actually the number? Yeah. No. This was fourteen. Oh, nice. Um Surprise, everybody who already watched all of episode 14, we don't know that this is episode 14. None of this is in. I'm ending the podcast after your after your stupid question. Everything we just said I, won't exist. I hope, I, I hope that it doesn't. I hope that I hope for Joey's embarrassment that I'm it doesn't. I'm 100% certain that all of this is staying in. It's not. Goodbye, everybody.